You are listening to The Whole Boss Podcast. I'm your host, Latrice Folks-Jones. I help female entrepreneurs build their businesses holistically with systems while loving themselves more each day. Juggling family, business, your health, and well-being is not always easy, but it's possible. The Whole Boss Podcast is a healthy blend of holistic living, entrepreneurship, personal development, and realness to keep you moving forward in your life and business. Today, we are talking about second chance entrepreneurs, how to reinvent yourself in your business or a new business. It may be your second, third, fourth business, etc. How do you keep going, especially if the business experience before your new experience left you broke, in debt, burnt out, or uninterested in even being in business anymore? So when should you keep going? When should you throw in a towel? How do you know if being an entrepreneur is really for you? Well, welcome to the Whole Boss Podcast, helping female entrepreneurs have more wealth, health, and optimized living every day in their life and business. If we are just meeting for the first time, I'm Latrice Folks-Jones, your biz nurturer, helping you to take care of your business while taking care of yourself. All right. So A lot of times entrepreneurs that had a business that didn't quite work out the way that they expected the first time, they just give up and go back to working for someone else and, you know, chalk it up to maybe entrepreneurship is not for me or I don't really want to do all of this, you know, um, is it, can I really do this? Well, mind you, entrepreneurship is not for everyone and there's absolutely nothing wrong with working a job, especially if it's aligned with you and your purpose. So I decided to do this episode today because it happens to be the anniversary of the opening of Life at Cafe, Cafe, my baby. A few years ago on this day, April 21st, was the grand opening and I saw the pictures come up on Facebook and I was like, oh, memories. I didn't even realize this was my anniversary. Uh, Well, not anymore since I closed it, all right? So um, Life at Cafe, well, the third interim was the the last restaurant that I own. It's a little bittersweet because that business was so personal to me, okay? It was so personal for me because it was the first restaurant that I created from scratch, from a thought that I designed and made it totally mine and had built out for my specifications, okay? So it was my third restaurant that I actually owned, but it was my, my baby, okay? So I can remember that grand opening opening. It didn't go off without a hitch. Matter of fact, um, after four stitches and a tetanus shot later, um, I had to postpone the opening. So originally it was opening today, but when I was prepping, I sliced a substantial part of my finger and had to be rushed to urgent care. So I had a huge, big old gazed and taped up finger under a tight glove and the show must go on. So even though I was in pain, the show had to go on and I was able to actually open the next day, which happened to be Earth Day, which was perfect. It worked out anyway, because since it was a vegan restaurant, I don't know why I didn't think to open it on there, you know, in the first place. (laughs) So when I decided to close the restaurant, 
by that time, a couple of years later, I was like, I was burnt out and I was disappointed that I, I had to close it. I was expecting to do like chains of life it and all of this kind of stuff. I had big plans and stuff like that, but it didn't work out. It didn't work out like that. And it's okay. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes when we think we want something in the way that we want it, it's not necessarily the best thing for us at that time. I learned a lot of lessons, you know, and if I didn't have those lessons, I wouldn't be where I am right now. So I no longer wanted to sacrifice my health, my family, or anything else that I love to be in business. Okay. I wanted to have it all. I wanted to have more freedom, more money, better health, more love, and more time to spend with my growing daughters, my family, and my now husband. So in order to have all those things, it was a little challenging to do inside a brick and mortar business that I had to be there. And it's like, oh yeah, you can have employees because I did did have employees and things like that, but um, it's, it's much, much more complicated than you actually think it was. And I was the chef, the marketer, the all of these type of things. So there, it was going to lead to burnout. All right. But anyway, that experience, it made me realize what was really important to me. And I learned that I can serve in a way without sacrificing myself when I decided to switch my business model to a mostly online business model. So even though I knew those things and it all sounds so good, but it was very difficult for me to jump into that right away into my new business model at first, even though it didn't stop me from jumping in right away. Um, well, after I healed up and rest and kind of bounced back from that burnout and gave myself some deep self-care, you know, to bring me back to where that I needed, you know, where I needed to be. But um, the first, the first thing that I launched in my new business model was a course. So my first course was called Love Yourself Healthy. And it was to help, you know, it wasn't necessary. You didn't have to be a female entrepreneur then, but it was more of like loving yourself to make you take care of yourself better, you know, to give your body the proper fuel to exercise, you know, work on those things that makes you better, you know, love on yourself so that you can be healthy. So it was more a health-based course. It wasn't business like what I do now, but even though my business program is really infused with health and stuff, since I've been in like the health field for so long. Okay. So it's definitely always going to be a part of whatever, you know, I do. But at first, when I first switched over to that business model, it was like, oh, this should be great. You know, you're home, you're setting more of your hours, you have more time and stuff. But I was riddled with a lot of self-doubt and a feeling of failure in a way and loss, even though I generated multiple six figures in that business. Not to say that I had a lot to show for it because a brick and mortar business, the overhead is, is a lot higher. Okay. So a lot of that, you know, you don't get to keep a lot of that. But um, I also made the decision to close the business for my own well-being because like I told you, I, I had already burnt out. It wasn't like, oh, okay, I'm about to burn out. You know, like every day I was talking myself off the ledge and kind of like piecing myself together to keep me together, to keep me going. It was also for the well-being of my, my children. Um, I was also pregnant at the time, even though sadly I lost that pregnancy. But it was a lot of things that was going on that made me make the decision that I needed to close. Even 
even though I kept on going, you know, I kept on going and I tried to, you know, feel like everything was okay. I don't feel like I gave myself enough time to really heal for the, from those feelings of loss and stuff like that. So it took me a little bit longer, even though I had did the work as far as like, like doing the self-care as far as like eating better and resting and drinking water and exercising and things like that. I didn't really finish dealing with the emotional and the mental stuff. I just was like, okay, well, all right, it's time for me to go on to the next thing. Because one thing about that, when you don't create a lot of sources of, you know, passive income or income that's reoccurring, that if you don't work, you don't make any money. You know what I'm saying? So that's why now I like to include profit sources. That's also that goes on autopilot. Like I don't have to be there to do it. And that's one thing about working like in a brick and mortar business. I mean, unless you're able to like get like a manager and have your employees, everything working like clockwork, so you can collect a check, but rarely is that the case, okay? But anyway... I got my first students from Love Yourself Healthy. It was great. And I knew that this business model could work for you because it's nothing like getting your first clients. Now, this isn't the first time that I was doing online business because I did have like cleanses and I, I, I wrote like a couple of recipe books and I had those for sale on the internet as well too. So I was making some passive income, you know, but not enough to really sustain me. But like doing the course, then I was like, oh, okay, I see. I, I love this. You know what I'm saying? And I, I really love, you know, getting money while I'm asleep. I love that. Okay. So it's, it's really a good business model, especially if you have like children, my children were getting bigger, but they were still smaller. They were teenagers. You know, I needed to be here, keep an eyeball on them. You know what I'm saying? It was important for me. Family is very important to me. Okay. But anyway, um, I got it. I knew that I can do it. You know what I'm saying? But it wasn't all sunshine and roses, you know, battling again with that imposter syndrome, unresolved guilt of not, you know, still being in the restaurant. Because one of the reasons that I did the restaurant again, being that I do vegan restaurants is, is greatly tied to people, you know, and their health. So I've helped a lot of people with different conditions and cancers and trying to lose weight and stuff and really made a difference in their life. So I had a level of guilt of, you know, stopping that business in that way, because the reason why I had a restaurant for people who wasn't going to actually cook the food themselves. So I wanted to make healthy food taste good. So it was enjoyable and more people would eat it, you know, plant-based, good for the planet, for the animals and all that kind of stuff. So I had a level of guilt from closing it, you know, even though I had recipe books and stuff like that to teach people to make it for themselves, which in essence is probably better for them in the first place because they're not dependent on somebody else to feed them. They can feed themselves, they can feed their families, etc. I don't know if people think of it like that, but that's how I was thinking about it. But I had a little bit of guilt and, you know, and again, not giving myself enough time to grieve and fully heal from those issues, those feelings. So I had a few setbacks, but I didn't give up. I made it through that and it was one of the best decisions that I made, but I want to like now go into like how you can reinvent yourself. Like say if you had a business that didn't go the way that was planned or you closed it and you feel like it didn't work and you question yourself whether like entrepreneurship was for you or you're excited about an idea, but you have this level of fear behind you. Like, oh, I didn't make that work the way that I needed to. Am I going to be able to make this work? So whatever feelings that you're feeling with, that you know they're normal okay 
So, but I wanted to give you a few tips to do, like if you are a second chance entrepreneur, okay. And every time I say that, I think about that song, second time around. Who's that? Is that Shalimar? That's Shalimar, I think. But anyway, so every time I say that, that's what I think of, right? Just, I just was letting you know what was inside my head. So let's get um, to how to reinvent yourself so that your transition to a new business or a renewed business. So say if you're in the same business, Business, but you need it to be like renewed, okay? It's not going the way that you want to go. It's burning you out. You need to switch directions and pivot. Like, um, how can you do that? You know, and I wanted to go through these things so that maybe it can be easier than my transformation. So the first thing that I wanted to say to do is to actually take a break you know, take a break, take a pause and take care of yourself. Give yourself a chance to heal, to rest, to reset between businesses, especially if the last business ended in, I was going to say, quote unquote, failure, but there is no failure. It's all just learning lessons. It's learning lessons for you to learn to, um, you know, come back greater. It's only feedback to let you know, oh, well, maybe you should do it this way. Maybe you should do more of this, less of this. Maybe you need to change things around. Maybe you need to plan a little bit more. It's not necessarily, sell, necessarily failure if it didn't work for you the first time. Um, or if it ended in burnout. So if your last business ended in any of those things where it was just stressed out and then you're trying to like get excited again and get back into it, uh, make sure that you take a break and take care of yourself and tap in to see what's really going on so that you're not pushing things to the side and like going into just like, let me go, go, go mode because I got to make this money, you know? Really take time to get yourself together. And the next step, number two, is to forgive yourself for any mistakes that you made in the past with your business and chalk it up to not knowing that you made a decision that you thought was best at the time. And just remember to always have compassion for yourself. So make sure that you take the time to deal with any of those unresolved feelings and you know mindset issues and emotions and make sure that you do that, okay? Because sometimes you're left in debt and then you blame yourself and feel like you didn't make you know, the best financial decisions and you may not have, you know, but a lot of times people are doing the best that they can at that point. All right. So forgive yourself for that. Number three is to evaluate what you could have done better before and what you would change if you had the chance to do it again. So just taking a look at what went down in your last business, like do an evaluation, check it out, see, see if you could step outside of yourself and look at the numbers, look at situations that happen and think about like, like where was that space that things made this turn and what can I do better? All right. Um, number four is to create a solid plan for your next endeavor and take baby steps. So make a plan. Always have a plan, some type of a plan, you know, operating on a whim. A lot of the times, yeah, do it, do it, do it. But if you have a plan, it just makes things go um, a lot smoother. You're thinking through things a little bit. You're prepared for pitfalls or blocks that might come up. Having that plan is key. And it doesn't have to be like a super intricate plan. Like everything has to be planned out. Like I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, deep planner, but sometimes you could get stuck in procrastination with that. So we're not trying to procrastinate plan. We're trying to make an action plan, but I want you to look 
at what your plans are. And I want you to not only just plan, I want you to really tap into your desires. What is it that you really want and why do you want it, okay? Because a lot of times when you think about that, that's gonna help you when it gets to those times when it's hard to keep going on. My why has kept me in business for 25 years, okay? Because my businesses is always tied to help somebody else, to either help them to get healthier, help them to get more money, help them to have more freedom, help them to be more empowered, help them to heal themselves. You know, so my why is tied into helping people to be better. Along with your own personal whys of building a legacy for your family, having the freedom that you want, having the money that you want, not having to worry about, you know, how your bills are going to get paid and things like that. So it's, it's important. Number five is to use your experience as a learning lesson that may be able that you may be able to use to help someone else so that they won't make the same mistakes that you did so sometimes like your mistakes and stuff you make can turn into another business that kind of what happened with me because after that burnout situation I realized that I was going about business wrong and as a female entrepreneur we usually have a lot of roles to manage we have a lot of different moving parts in our life that we're dealing with that we don't take into consideration when we're starting a business and it most likely leads to burnout, you know, especially us with our nurturing nature and stuff and putting everybody else's needs before our own. So that kind of birthed this business that I'm in now, okay? You know, is my own mistakes and my burnout situation. All right. So number six is to set clear boundaries in your new business so that you can avoid that burnout, so that you can avoid making some of the same mistakes that you might have made in the past business. So setting those clear boundaries, making sure that you're not like going so hard because you know, oh, I got to work a little bit harder when I'm starting a new business. And you do, but just make sure that you're you're still keeping those boundaries clear and stuff so that you can like move in a healthy direction with your new business or your renewed business. Number seven, show up fully for your new business. If you're reinventing a current business, maybe give it a facelift, take new pictures, get a new website, get a new outlook, freshen up, renew it, go in fully. Don't be afraid. Don't start letting those voices say, well, you didn't, you failed last time. You're not going to be able to do it this time. Let that stuff go and stuff. You can do it. All right. You can definitely do it. So show up fully. That is it. That's, that's the seven, the seven, tips that I have for you to help you to reinvent yourself in a new business or a renewed business, you know, after burning out or after like closing a business or a fail, a failed quotation marks again, because it's no real failures, you know, business. For the other questions, you know, when should you keep going? Like when things are getting kind of rough in your business, when should you keep going? It's definitely up to you. It's nothing wrong with pausing and pivoting and stuff. But a lot of times you just have to pay attention to what's going on. A lot of times we're working in our business and we're in too deep and we can't really see how to get out of it. But, you know, we have to be the CEO of our business too and work on our business and make strategic moves so that we can like kind of step up and take a bird's eye view into our business instead of looking at everything on eye level. You understand what I'm saying? When should you keep going? It's, it's hard to tell. I guess the next question is, when should you actually throw in the towel? So again, it's up to you. 
But if you feel like you hate it, you feel like you're being negatively affected, your health is failing, all type of things, and it's just too much, then it may be time for you to let it go. And if it'll be better to like maybe work a job or do something else for a while, you can revisit it. Take care of yourself. Don't, don't let you know, don't let the stress and let those things burn you out to the point that it's difficult to recover. You know what I'm saying? And don't let it take your joy and your passion away when you had a deep why for why you're even doing that. Okay. Cause sometimes all you need to do is regroup. And sometimes you just don't want to do it anymore. Like people was trying to get me to cook for years and I did kind of cook because it helped, you know, while I was changing my business to like, you know, take on some personal chef clients and, you know, do a few catering events and stuff like that. But um, I really didn't want to cook anymore. I was burnt out and I know that I'm really good at it. I know that people need it, but I was just burnt out. I needed a moment and I'm still not like, oh yeah. You know, I thought about, oh, maybe because this is a great time, you know, for opening another plant-based restaurant, especially here in the area because it's so hot right now. And people always were like, oh, you were ahead of your time. I was not ahead of my time. You know, it was my time. You know, sometimes we're at the forefront of different things just so that we can make a way for other people or make an example for other people. You know what I'm saying? I don't feel like I'm missing anything or I left out or I have to really be in that mix. You know, I had the first vegan restaurant here, you know, fully vegan restaurant here in Greenville, South Carolina. So actually I'm history, (laughs) you know what I'm saying? So it's all good. But um, sometimes you just don't want to do it anymore. And I just really don't want to do it in that way. Things may shift, things may change, you know, especially, you know, if I feel like the need really arises, but we have some awesome plant-based vegan people coming up, chefs coming up, they're doing meal plan services and all that stuff. Yes, go ahead, honey, go for it. (laughs) Okay, that's how I feel. All right, so how do you know if being an entrepreneur is really for you? If you crave the feeling of freedom and you want to set up your life more like you want without having that glass ceiling over your head or like having having somebody like telling you what to do all the time or having to work their hours instead of one that you create that fits better with your life and things like that, then more than likely, and you just like, you're just a freedom seeker. I'm definitely a freedom seeker. Then entrepreneurship is probably for you, but it's definitely going to take work. There will be some challenges. There's going to be some challenges. Anything that's worth having. I hate to say that because I feel like, you know, things can also happen effortlessly. I believe in the law of the spiritual law of least effort, you know what I'm saying? But there's going to be some work to be done. You know, there's going to be some things, there's going to be some challenges. We call it challenges. We call it hard times, but it's really just learning lessons. And sometimes we can do things in a certain way and we get kind of hard headed and we feel like that's the only way and that's the way that it should go. And sometimes the universe just gently nudges us, sometimes strongly nudges us like, nah, (laughs) that's not the direction that you need to go. You need to do this. But since you want to listen to me let me like make it real clear for you okay so you know we have to take that into consideration if you're like me then you're here for it you're here for the challenges you know what I'm saying you pick yourself up dust yourself off and you get back to work all right 
that's what I do. So I just wanted to um, give that to you, encourage you to keep going. Don't feel bad if you need to pause, if you need to pivot. Don't feel bad if you realize that it's not for you. Entrepreneurship isn't for everyone, okay? Make your life the best that you can. You know, have the best quality life. Make sure that you're enjoying your life and getting the things that you really want and your desire. So that's it, y'all. If this podcast has helped you subscribe, like, and share it with a friend. If you have any questions or want to chat about this episode, then join us in the Whole Boss Tribe Facebook group. And until next time, peace. If you're ready for more clarity in your business and to set it up to have more time, energy, and profit, then download my free biz starter kit at wholeboss.com forward slash starter kit.